0: You're listening to Tweets Ahead, an Irish podcast where we discuss our favourite tweets and trends from the week. Whether they're social, political, or from the world of sports, we love the unpredictable mess that is Twitter. Enjoy the intro music. Welcome to Tweets Ahead, an Irish podcast that's all about talking tweets, Twitter, and Sean, what else?
1: The ridiculousness of the Twitterverse, Fergal.
0: Yeah, something like that. Uh, so welcome to the season premiere of the, I guess we would say the third season, will really.
1: we? Yeah, yeah, I suppose. It's a new year, so yeah. that will be a new season.
0: New year, same, same us, I guess. <laughs> uh, hi, my name is Fergal. Uh, I'm joined by Sean this week. We are... We've no Cormac this week, Sean. Yeah, I
1: know. I'm kind of i, I miss him. I I miss his, uh, you know, his little quirks and his little. You know, he's very quippy. He's got good quips.
0: Yeah, he does. Well, like, I mean, this is something I discussed with you in the past that um, I've been building. You know, you know, I've been building something on the side, like a side project, just in yeah. case something, just in case something ever happened to Cormac, and you we know, need
1: someone else.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and, and listen, you know, and he had to pull it last minute. We didn't really have a replacement guest lined up so I think it's time to reveal that project I had uh going on Sean um I've been I've been building a new Cormac you've built a new Cormac yeah yeah I've built a new Cormac um to come in as a to kind of replace him when he's he's not here uh I'm calling it the the Cormacintosh
1: the Cormacintosh and what does the Cormacintosh do
0: oh it does everything Cormac can do um but but even better um, oh, for instance, okay, we just started the podcast, uh, Cormacintosh, um, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing?
2: Freggle, I'm not too bad. Um, <laughs> at the moment I'm actually, i actually, do you know what? I'm actually pretty happy because I don't know if you can see this, but, uh, while you were, while you were doing the intro there, uh, the reason I didn't join in on it is because I was scratching. Perfect. It's perfect, isn't
0: it? It's like he's here. He's just, uh. Talking, listening, scratching, just, yeah. just like Cormac would.
1: You, you don't have to have, like, the expensive um, skin or hair treatment that he normally, <laughs> that he normally uses because he's a computer.
0: Yeah, yeah. I decided to call him the, the Apple uh, Cormacintosh um, just because, you know, it's, he's very expensive and doesn't really integrate well with others.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope he listens to this. I agree. <laughs> So, Sean, we decided that uh, it's a new year and we're recording on a Wednesday rather than a Friday. It's a little bit earlier than usual. Recording you know.
2: a lot earlier this week, Virgil, than we usually do.
0: Yeah, I know, Cormac. Yeah. Spot
1: on there, Cormac and Tosh. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, it's bang on with what it. it knows when to come in, you know, and it doesn't talk over you.
2: That sounds like a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a lie. <laughs>
0: Uh, fantastic. So Sean, uh how is your, your Christmas and New Year? How's your week? Grand.
1: Um, I'm just sitting here next to the Christmas tree. Uh a lot of people are taking theirs down today. I think because of the lockdown and that, I'm just gonna leave it up. <laughs> I, can't, I can't uh I can't take the misery of it taking down and then have three or four weeks of lockdown. It's meant to snow this week as well. So that'll be uh
0: is it actually meant to snow, be, snow this week? Is it
1: that... meant to snow on Friday? Um, and it, it's they say that it's got that uh, do you remember the beast from the east? Oh, yeah, uh, some mad name on it about something warming, I can't remember what it was, but it's the same effect, um, similar effect to the beast from the east. Um, so yeah, I don't know, we might be snowed in this week.
0: Fantastic, yeah, yeah, uh, fantastic, Corm, Cormac, Tosh. Um, well, I'm not looking forward to that. Uh, so, Sean, uh, this week, what are you what are you planning to look at? Um, well, Fergal, um,
1: a a little dispute had lit up my uh, screen this week, um, concerning a journalist from uh, the, the Telegraph in England. Um, her name is Alison Pearson, um, and and basically, uh, Fergal, I am looking at the grilling of this individual. <laughs> um on twitter <laughs> that was kind of hilarious and also um quite disturbing
0: yeah i've seen some bits of this myself uh, in the run-up well I, I just i caught it anyway but yeah it, it's it is disturbing i actually find it a tough read um some some of the tweets as well uh i think so uh, for me this kind of comes back to, to to doxing which we'll talk about later uh and and you know it's just something seen. I don't know if it just exists on Twitter, but um, it, it's it's kind of rough for some people.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, it's not a nice thing.
0: Cool. Um, I'm going to have a look at Bean Dad
1: Yes, this this lit up my screen earlier in the week, and I was texting you about it. I was really excited about it. <laughs> it was one of the funniest things I've, I've seen on Twitter. I think that's what it's been this week, isn't it? That's what it's been this week. There's just so many things happening on Twitter. We had to we had to get, get into season three straight away. This one in particular was class.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I think we'd we planned on a maybe a longer hiatus, but um being dad, Alison Pearson, and it was just a lot of good stuff going on. There's, there's even that that chap who uh was given about the, the tampon ads. <laughs> like, like like an idiot. Um so you know, there's just so much going on at the minute. So uh, sorry, I think we had we had to come back.
1: Yeah, yeah. It had to it was too much too much fun to be had.
0: Absolutely. Um Sean, uh should we should we dive in? Um, yes, let's let's take a dive in. Let's let's go into the breakdown.
2: Fantastic.
1: You're right, Karmic. Welcome
0: to the breakdown.
1: Everybody wondering where the cat
0: all right, Sean, do you want to kick us off this week uh, with your Twitter topic?
1: Well, so my Twitter topic, it's basically the grilling of, of this journalist, Alison Pearson. My, well, our grilling of her uh, and what she she got up to because she was getting up to some doxing during the week, um, which isn't very nice. Um, Alison Pearson, basically for people who don't know her, she's a columnist for the Telegraph in Britain. Uh, she's also a Brexiteer uh commentator also. Um, and you might know this fergal but uh england have like they have just this trend that they just produce these um column columnists that just provoke outrage and um just share i don't know what what you'd call it really just not not niceness and <laughs> um, there's a string of them from britain and she's one of them
0: yeah the it, it's about getting a click you know um and you know i guess Pierce Morgan's probably the biggest one, really, in a yeah. way, you know, and, and kind of one of the ways I made his name, uh, and oh, it's annoying about Pierce at the minute is that, you know, unfortunately, I'm agreeing with him the odd time because he's got, he, he is quite um, pro-vaccine and pro-mask, um, so that's irritating me, yeah, <laughs> like but them. usually, usually I, I, I can't stand him. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, they're just they're just there to cause outrage and get clicks and advertising. It's all about the the, the bottom dollar or, or pound, I guess.
1: Yeah, with, with them. Um, not euros, anyway. <laughs> not euros, anyway. Um, with with Pearson, anyway, she's been quite focal on on medical matters throughout the year. Um, but she doesn't have a good record on reporting about medical matters in the past. Um,
0: Sean, did you say medical matters?
1: Medical matters, yes.
0: Oh, okay. So we're talking about medicine. So we're talking about medicine. She's well, been- the reason why I'm asking, Sean, is that... I, I, Cormacintosh, C- what would you say is the best medicine? Rock is, yeah, the he- best medicine. <laughs> Rock is the best medicine. Rock is the best
1: medicine. Rock
0: is the best ma- medicine. Sorry, Sean, didn't mean to interrupt oh, you
1: no, there. Man. No, no, no. She be, she's been outspoken on the on the coronavirus, but she hasn't had a good record on, on, on reporting on medical matters in, in the past. In fact, she's listed on Spiked Online as one of the gullible hacks that was duped by the Andrew Wakefield anti-MR vaccine campaign. Um, Amazing. Andrew Wakefield, you might remember, he's a, he was a doctor, well, uh, some sort of scientist doctor anyway, but he was, he was paid to uh, find um, a connection between the MMR vaccine and autism. Um, he released a paper on it and all these um, journalists jumped on it and started reporting on it before it got peer reviewed and before it came out that it was basically a load of nonsense. Um, so she's one of those who who jumped on it straight away, and one of the reasons today why we have um, uh, an anti-vaccine uh, campaign against the MMR vaccine. Um, she also has this big anti-immigrant stance, um, along with her Brexit hearing. Um, one of her articles, she believes schools and hospitals in Britain can't cope uh, due to the influx of in- immigrants. Um, in december last year there was a, an image of a four year old boy in the nhs lying he had uh, you know uh, pneumonia i can't ever say that can you say no oh, yeah
0: yeah <laughs> i can never say that <laughs> that's uh, fine it's got a
1: p in there for no reason it's got a p you you know yeah, whatever you call yeah. it Irish, um, he was lying on a blanket of coats um because he couldn't get a bed and this was used by sort of the tory tory opposition party labor um and she said that it was 100% fake and that the little boy was being used as a political pawn. Um, but the image was 100% correct and she had to take down those tweets. So when she's, got, she's, not, when she's on these medical matters, she's not um, she's not sound, um, so to speak. Um, Alison, she's taken this position of a lockdown sceptic over the last few months um, and she's played down the threat of COVID. And this has annoyed a lot of Twitter user, users. Yeah, of course it has. Um, So, I'm going to just uh, give you a list, Sean's list, of some of the gems that she has given the British public um, over the last few years, if you're ready.
0: Yeah, no problem, Sean. Let me know when you want to start. Let's get into it.
1: Lockdown does not save lives. It postpones deaths. You end up with the same number of deaths. You just prolong the crisis. Can this country stop being anti-science? We may as well be examining animal entrails. That sounds like a lie. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> uh, next, she says, kids and students do not need a vaccine. Many will have had the virus already. That is the best vaccine. I've asked so many people. That sounds a lie. <laughs> it, it is. I've asked so many people if they know anyone who has had COVID. Hardly anyone. Two people knew someone not close who died. Without daily news, would we even know there was an epidemic? Um, To this tweet, she then replied that actually her whole family had it. So it was a real self-honored. Come (laughs) on. Next one. My son has COVID-19. Good. Everyone in his house has it. Even better. (laughs) (laughs) Rock is the best medicine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Our next one. Is the government going to go pretending that a lethal pandemic is sweeping the land? You probably won't kill your grandmother if you see her, but not seeing her probably will kill her. Um, Mm, That sounds like a lie. (laughs) Does again. Uh, Another one. I will not demean myself by covering my face to mask the inadequacies of a government that has failed to reassure its people. So she doesn't believe in mask wearing. Ugh. Um, COVID now exists exclusively in hospitals and care homes.
0: For really? (laughs) The numbers
1: are massive! (laughs) Huge! Uh, The threat of 6.5 million people becoming becoming unemployed far raise any risk posed by the virus. Okay. I have two more for Okay. Uh, The new testing regime in schools would keep children safer. Children are perfectly safe already. They are not affected by Covid. Are they really leveraging innocent children to provide evidence for these tears? and finally no sign of a second wave question mark that rate's normal for October question mark I know let's lock down half the country and see how many lives we can destroy (laughs) amazing yeah anyway so that's that's all that was all her um, just an an example of her anti-lockdownness and her downplaying of the virus what do you think?
0: Um, well some of these people well, I often wonder um how much they believe what they're putting out there and what they're saying. Yeah. And whether they are taking that's the best way to put this. That essentially it's her not her job, but it's her only means of making money. Like the like like she's she's doing this to get hits, to get attention. Um it, it's a bit like a man Ben Shapiro in the States. Yeah in some ways like he's not like he what did he call himself a comedian originally he's not a comedian like he's not funny yeah um but, but he, he clearly talks,
1: he talks about serious issues like abortion and stuff like that so
0: yeah yeah and if you yeah i don't know but he's he's clearly an idiot but he yeah. is he, i do think he'll take a stance he takes a stance to get followers and to 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 get people um to uh pay for a kind of you know extras to his website or whatever the hell it is you know
2: yeah.
0: so i i do think some of these people i don't know if they necessarily believe everything they're saying if they do then they're just full-on nut jobs and then that's what Alison yeah. is
1: they, they have an agenda basically oh and, yeah and they're, they're yeah. gonna go through it Um the week didn't start off too good for for pearson anyway Um this lad called uh, sam bowman um she, she had a tweet at the start of the week it was a video of celebrations in wuhan of for new year's and she tweeted uh, how has wuhan achieved this with a vaccine and then sam replied with this beautifully illustrated thread um on how she treated against lockdowns closures uh, school closures travel bans mass mass testing tracing and masks and was just saying well they've done all the right things that you've been given out of it um, and i really recommend to have a look at the thread it's brilliant um so she probably had a bit of a bee, a bee in her bonnet over that.
0: And
1: yeah. the next thing was that um, she had these like really ludicrous illustrate uh, interpretations of um, NHS bed stats. Um like she thought she was great being able to read the official occupancy rates, rates from the NHS website.
0: Yeah, like all, all anti vaxxers and stuff do though. If you look at Jim yeah. Corr, for example, like, he's always throwing stuff out about like uh, yeah. flu deaths, comparing them to to um to covid and it's, it's, it is comparing apples to oranges like it is, people yeah. i think i think one of the the greatest or one of the worst things we kind of did at the start was compare covid to the flu
1: that was one of the worst things yeah
0: yeah yeah because people kind of thought oh it's just not a strain of the flu and i admittedly that's what i originally thought too um we soon learned it is not it's not it's not the same yeah. um... i want to say the, the regular flu is around by the way i know a few people at work who had the normal flu yeah. over Christmas. Um, they had to get tested for COVID and stuff. So the normal food is still too.
1: out there. Yeah, it's yeah. there too. Um, what she's doing with these stats, she's trying to make out that bed occupancy was higher this time last year um, than this year. um, And that the idea that the hospitals in the UK are under stress is complete nonsense. Um, Which that, that idea is is absolute nonsense. She's saying, um, this is her, one of her tweets, national hospital bed occupancy is currently 85%. I figure that has been pretty stable for three months. By contrast, bad bed occupancy for this quarter last year was 92%. In fact, winter 2020 is the lowest hospital bed occupancy for 10 years. Um, and what, what she doesn't get, a couple of doctors um replied back to this. Um, one doctor replied, This is irresponsible and dangerous. We have hugely expanded the bed, the numbers of beds we have. But to fill a bed, we have have to have enough staff to look after that patient in it, and we don't. So it, it makes the case of why the hospitals are under stress, and um, despite these figures that she keeps spewing, um, uh, uh, Krishnan Guru-Murthy from Channel Four, um, replied: NHS changed ways to discharge people quicker, and follow up at home this year to free thousands of beds. Um, but NHS can still be over overwhelmed now as doctors are concerned about not having enough critical care beds, equipment, and staff for COVID patients. A bed alone won't save you. So it, it illustrates no. perfectly how she's misinterpreting the stats um, and kind of horrible, really. Um, so this moved on then to um, the, uh, this microbiologist called Dave. I'll just call him Dave uh, by his first name. And yeah. he was in a Twitter thread conversation about the negative NHS uh, the negative press that the NHS was receiving and um, he stated yes he and others JHB Toby Young and Pearson are stoking hatred of and aggression towards the NHS workers and others so Pearson saw this and then replied to him you will be hearing from my lawyer you made the defa- defamatory allegations that I was involved in a hate campaign against the NHS when I cited official NHS England data Right, and then she proceeded to try to dox him. Um, could you explain maybe to listeners maybe what what doxing is? <laughs> I wouldn't know yeah. how to explain it.
0: Yeah, no. Um, so with Twitter, to a certain extent, you know, if you're a nobody on Twitter, um, people don't really know a whole lot about you. I guess even if you have your your full name up there, realistically, they don't know a lot about you. So doxing is um, it's getting someone's uh, more public information and putting it out there on the internet for harassment. Yeah so it it it's, doxing is is kind of throwing someone's information up there on twitter making it public for um, malicious reasons let's say
1: yeah and this is what she she went on to do she started asking where does where did Dave work um she started then threatening what what will your employer feel when you when they find your name oh, come on defamatory uh, libel ac- ac- accusations against me um other journalists uh, probably cronies started um I think Peter Hitchens from the Daily Mail started um, agreeing with her and backing her up. Um, and Dave Dave replied to her then. And he said, Hi, Alison, um, I apologize. I am very loyal to the NHS. I have worked for them in the past and I have a very dependent special needs son. I have become very worried seeing the hostility NHS people are currently facing. I am the main breadwinner and uh, my family rely on me. Uh, for this, I already suffer anxiety as a result. Uh, to be frank, I am now terrified and feeling suicidal. Uh, I am just pleading for your mercy in this. I would be happy to make a £100 donation to charity of your choice and will delete my Twitter account within a week. Now, she the most disturbing bit about this, Fergal, was that she doubled down. So after him um, after him saying um, he was suicidal, she continued to go, you'll be hearing from my lawyer.
0: I want a scumbag. Um <laughs> like like, let's be honest like what has come back so basically then what happened then people started
1: backing up dave and um people quite eloquently put up threads um, uh put up threads about how um how to uh, basically how she was kind of stoking up aggression against the NHS. Um, and a, a trend started tra- trending, I stand with Dave. So a lot of people started reporting, uh, supporting him. I think he went up, his followers went up in the thousands. He only had 500 um, before this. And after this whole thing sparked up, people started following him. Um, the ironic thing about this as well was that only a short while back in March, Pearson wrote an article about cancel culture. Um, okay. ah. <laughs> and she's also part of this free speech union, so like, I I can't understand that. If you're going to throw yeah. out all this stuff about the NHS, like how
2: how can you not expect to be criticised? I have a couple of theories about that, but the, uh, before
0: I go into that, uh... Uh, what what sorry, what was that McIntosh Hello. Ah, this works. <laughs> Hold on.
2: It was a scene from a, an old Simpsons episode where he he used to go up to the top of of whatever hill it was to bash the weather station.
0: Sorry, I, Sean, I think the the core macintosh yeah, is just kind of just not working there, is it? It's it's Man. malfunctioning a little bit.
2: Anyway, I'm
1: back on. I stand with Dave. Trend yeah. start, started trending, and people were backing up. Uh, one Twitter user stated that if she did go through with her libel case, he said she won't risk p- pursuing it. A court would look at her columns and rule the claim as reasonable. And um, Then, when the case dynamic translates into hospitalizations and quite a few telegraph readers need the NHS to survive, she and her column would get thrown under the bus. He then put up screenshots of all our headlines, which were anti-NHS. Um, they were as follows. Uh, stop telling us to protect the NHS when the NHS is failing to protect us. The NHS may have well been the single biggest problem over COVID, um have our nurses had the kindness trained out of them the nhs looks like a heartless what? behemoth yeah you <laughs> know that's one of them the nhs looks like a heartless behemoth which is death of the people suffering um my first trip to a private gp convinced me our nhs is a sick joke so like I don't see how Dave was incorrect at all. Is, is that or is I've, that not a hate I've, campaign against the NHS? Uh, no, 100
0: percent is like she's just embarrassing <laughs> herself. I have got a few things to say here. First of all, the NHS is a wonderful tool. Um, as someone who is from a country outside of the NHS, I wish our health system was as good and comprehensive as the NHS. Um, it's it's amazing. Like well, what what they get over there is is absolutely fantastic. And I think the only people that, that I can see giving out about it in the UK are, you know, kind of Tories and, and and people from a position where uh they can afford kind of private health care <clears throat> as an option. Yeah. Um secondly, people who are part of those, what did you call it, like a free speech, you know, yeah. c- campaigns, it's it's the same people who who think that not wearing a mask is uh, uh kind of getting in the way of the constitutional rights. Of, and of course it isn't because there is no constitutional right to wear and not wearing a mask because <laughs> why would there be that's insane um yeah, that's true. you know uh but but it, it those people who are selective in terms of what they consider free speech it's it's only free speech if i'm saying it yeah or if it agrees yes.
1: with me and especially in this case she she actually started trying to cancel someone else you know after getting out about that's candy. it it's
0: like she's literally partaking in it herself and, and as you said doxing kind of sicking people on this this poor fellow yeah um, well he,
1: he's 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 got he i was heartened to see that he got lots of support um just before i leave it um uh, owen jones uh, i think i think he writes for the guardian he said he, he tweeted this is sadistic behavior by allison pearson this scientist hasn't threatened her or endorsed threats against her he simply expressed an opinion about her NHS bas- bashing. He begs for his livelihood and she relishes destroying him, a grotesque bully. There's something else going on here too. The claims of media figures who have denied the severity of the pandemic and agitated against measures to deal with it are now colliding with a brutal reality and they know it. Um, I thought that summed up um, Pearson and her cronies and her doxing pretty well.
0: That's really good. Um Macintosh, uh, what did you think of her tweets anyway? It's a bit media hoary, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is a bit. You're right. Bit, you're right. Yeah. I, it seems to be working again.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, that was pretty bang on.
2: That sounds like a lie.
1: <laughs> 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 um, I suppose the moral of this as well is to look at it for doxing, isn't it? It's, there should be awareness about it because it's just horrible. It's it, like it oh it's just someone really nasty that would do it like
0: it is, and it's it's sometimes Sometimes I'll tweet something and I'll delete it pretty quickly after because I know it's just going to attract the wrong kind of attention, <clears throat> and it's not worth it. Yeah, that's one thing about Twitter, and, and I, I know we love kind of Twitter and we we talk about it and stuff, but there's a lot of you know a lot of it's not worth it. Yeah,
1: you never know. We might get doxed after this.
0: <laughs> I
1: wish we were famous enough to get doxed. <laughs> yeah, you never know. This this podcast might be the one to do it. This cast.
0: This this, this is it. This is it. We'll be careful with our hashtags after this one, mate. It's no so please. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, thank you, Sean. Uh I was looking at I know you're excited about this. I am. I think really I think you I think you know more about this than I do. I think you're more excited about this one than I am. Uh, well, I, I, I ran through the trend. <laughs> okay, so we're we're gonna talk about being dad. Being as in like can of beans, being dad. Yeah, bean dad. Yeah, and Sean, before I get into it, actually, and only because I know how much you love it, uh, how would you explain being dad to the lay person listening?
1: Right, being dad, you, you know that dad, um, that type of dad who, like, you know, really, like, prides himself on his upbringing of his children and how independent his, his children are. Um,
0: yeah, throws him into the forest, fight off the wolves, that kind Throws him into
1: the forest, fights off the wolves type of thing. Being dad, he kind of thinks to himself i relish i i relish learning opportunities <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every yeah. moment is a learning opportunity um so in this case his daughter was hungry and wanted a can of beans or no he suggested having a can of beans that because that's all that was in the press and he was too busy doing something to help her and when she got the can of beans yeah. there was no ring to pull the can of beans open she had to use a tin opener um and essentially, instead of showing her how to use the tin opener, he thought that he would just leave her with the tin opener and let her figure it out herself while explaining about the gears and all the little intricacies of, of, a, oh, of a of a tin opener. And he relishes in it. Oh, he absolutely relishes yeah. in it, doesn't he? He but does. He describes the whole thing. It's like he's he's just loving himself
0: yeah no a hundred percent um so uh bean dad is a chap called uh john roderick and john roderick is actually he's actually a, so one thing i didn't realize before i started really looking at it is that bean dad is a, is a blue tick on twitter oh. he's an actual person right so his name is john roderick um he's known for being <laughs> well i say he's known he was the lead singer of a band called the long winters no, um, Yeah, they haven't released music since 2006, uh, but he's also co-hosts with a podcast called Omnibus, um, which is described on its own website as an encyclopaedic reference work of strange but true stories that they are compiling as a time capsule for future generations. So already it sounds pretty egotistical and pretentious, as a lot of his (laughs) tweets Dude. Seem to be God, this, yeah. <laughs> Pretentious,
1: yeah. egotistical is is actually what strikes me about, about being that tragic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he's got um, he's got a podcast with a chap called Ken Jennings, um, who is another blue tick. But we're going to come back to that uh, in a few minutes. Uh, okay. But Ken Jennings might sound familiar to some people. Uh. So yeah, this guy's name's John Roderick, and so Sean, you're dead right. He uh, his nine year old daughter uh, was in the kitchen with him. And uh, John is making a jigsaw. And this is by John's own admission, his own tweets. He's making a jigsaw. His daughter comes in, uh, asks for beans. um, And he gets the can of beans, I think. And John's like, hey, figure out how to open up the can of beans yourself. They weren't like a pull, you know, like like the the new tabs. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't one of those. Um, So what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to go through the, the thread. So John has actually deleted all these tweets since. Um, Has he deleted his account? I don't know. Um, i tell you what, what, when I'm reading these out, do you want to have a quick look at that and just see if he's actually deleted his account? Okay. His uh, his handle was at, oh, just at John Roderick. Um, But yeah, so luckily a a few people on, uh, there was a a bunch of sources had these. So a few loads of people screenshot the, the thread itself on Twitter. As people do, nothing dies on Twitter twitter is immortal your mistakes will always be remembered that's why it's healthy it is healthy to clean out your and delete your tweets on a regular basis
1: i assume it is yeah he has he has deleted his account i just looked it up
0: oh there you go interesting um so the summary i found is from a, an account called Manical at Manacle ivy um and he was kind enough to screenshot the tread sean i'm going to read through it
1: oh I, i'm gonna i'm just gonna relish in reading this or, or yeah.
2: listening to this
0: because i i do i i think you know with tweets you got to get rid of them you'll be careful what you tweet you know
2: you could yeah. think of an absolutely brilliant tweet and 20 seconds later it's 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 completely irrelevant so right cormac,
0: cormac so right McIntosh. cormac's McIntosh. not McIntosh. here i know i know Very. if he feels like cormac's here. he's not here
2: i know i know he's not here done a lot of work uh, when i wasn't wasn't spying on you
0: spying on us oh that's a bit worrying mm. Mm. Yeah. It, is, it is apple i guess there's nothing else to do um okay so i'm gonna read through these tweets uh so john john roderick uh, so yesterday my daughter nine in brackets was hungry and i was doing a jigsaw puzzle so i said over my shoulder make some baked beans she said how like all kids do when they want you in capital letters when they want you to do it. So I said, open a can and put it in and put it in the pot. She brought me over, uh, she brought me over the can and said, Open it how? So this is the first this is the first tweet. And already there's alarm bells here, a few red flags. First of all, he's asking a nine year old to put on a stove. It's <laughs> the first thing. Just off the top of my head, asking a nine year old to put on the stove. Uh, I also loved. I also loved the inconvenience of the, like all kids do, when they want you to do it.
1: <laughs> inconvenience of having a nice
0: child. I know. What a what a knob. Um, okay, so the daughter has asked, "Open a house. So John John replies with a can opener. I said. Idiot! <laughs> I added that bit to make that clear. Um, she brought me the can opener, and we both we both stared at it. This guy's such a jackass. Uh, I realized I'd never, I never—I realized I never taught her to use it. It's a nine-year-old girl. <laughs> like, what, what the hell? Why would you teach a nine-year-old to open up a fucking can? Um, most cans now have pull-ups. I didn't realize it was called a pull-up. I thought a tab might have been the Yeah, there go, pull-ups.
1: Yeah, pull-ups, plus pull-up, yeah.
0: So John has taught me something, I guess. Um okay. John goes, uh, most cans now have pull-ups. I felt like a dope. What kind of apocalypse father doesn't teach his kid how to use a manual can opener? Huh?
1: Some father. Every father teaches that. You think so? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um Oh, that's not a
2: high, that's not a high bar though.
0: Yeah, you're right, Macintosh, yeah, yeah. it's not a high bar. It's not a high bar. So, so I said, how do you think this works? To the can opener, I assume. Uh, she studied it and, ap- and applied it to the top of the can, sideways. <laughs> Come on. She struggled for a while with a big dramatic sigh and then said, will you please just open the can? <laughs> If, these were his words But I can hear the frustration In the child's voice
1: I, I, I feel so sorry for the child
0: maybe. Oh, So Sean This is kind of coming back To the point you made um, So he, he then goes on to say Apocalypse dad Now by the way He's referring to himself As apocalypse dad At this point Not being dad uh, he's, in
1: ter- he's in third person
0: He's in th- He is yeah is Dwayne DeRock Rock Johnson it's, Actually no He's a nice guy He would do this
1: yeah, Egotistical third person
0: <laughs> Yeah yeah uh, Apocalypse dad Was overjoyed now, A teaching moment just dropped in my lap wow I said the little device is designed to do one thing open cans study the parts study the can figure out what the can opener inventor <laughs> was thinking when they tried to solve this problem <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why did you say to a nine-year-old think about the inventor of this machine was thinking?
0: Oh, my God. Uh, and then in brackets, he wrote... When oh, they
1: invented this.
0: Ah, you know, you wouldn't say that to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Then in brackets, he wrote... <laughs> in brackets, he wrote, the can opener is also a bottle opener. But I explained that... I explained that part wasn't relevant.
1: Oh, this part of the machine isn't relevant. You don't need... Mm. To, this
0: child. None of this is relevant, John, you knob. Um... Okay, so he continues with, I went back to my jigsaw puzzle. So he, he left his child with a, with a can opener, a can, and I assume a hot stove. Um, She was next to me grunting and groaning, trying to get the thing. Uh, I should say, by the way, this next line is absolutely tremendous. I love this. Sean, you're going to love this as well. I know. Uh, I should say that spatial orientation, process visualization, and order of operation are not things she... Into it, I knew this would be a challenge, but it was a rainy, but it was a rainy weekend. (laughs) Oh, come on!
1: Oh, that's that line is brilliant. You should get that on a t-shirt.
0: Fantastic! It is fantastic, Cormacintosh. It's I. (laughs) <laughs> like he, he's just trying to make himself sound so important with that. With we just he's using such unnecessary language and yeah. referring to his nine year old. It
1: reminds me of uh, the fast show and competitive dad. Did you ever see competitive dad in the fast show?
0: Oh, I'm sure I have, but years ago. Oh,
1: but he's, he's try, beating his his, his uh, kids at Monopoly and makes them all bankrupt. Or when he plays cricket with them, he's <laughs> whipping them, absolutely whipping them.
0: My dad was a bit like that was he in some ways yeah 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 we would, have been, we would have been competitive he says he said i remember him telling me he remembers the first time i beat him in a race in the like in the swimming pool like swimming and he yeah. was just like it was just he was mortified i was like yeah that's what you get
1: <laughs> did he did he use
0: phrases such as
1: spatial cognition and
0: he told me he didn't think i had the spatial awareness, <laughs> spatial <laughs> to, win, awareness to win that race cognitive intuition
1: to yeah to... Run the race,
0: yeah. Yeah, he he turned to me and just said, "Your order of operation in terms of your swimming technique is amazing." I don't, know, I can't even say it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway. so John, yeah, so anyway, John Roderick continues with. Um, Eventually, she collapsed in a frustrated heap. Yeah, she's nine. Uh, I said, <laughs> I said, explain, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I said, explain the parts. She said, "This little wheel is meant to cut." Fair enough. Uh these uh these gears turn the wheel when you spin the handle. Yep. Uh this other wheel looks like a gear but isn't. She couldn't figure out the clamping step. A key element.
1: Oh, how could she not figure out the clamping step of, of the I know of the can opener? That's the most important part, Fergal
0: yeah, I look. I, by the way, I know I, re, I I realize it sounds like I'm reading this like to make the guy sound like an arsehole, but I am actually reading it in the way he's punctuated it. Oh yes, on I, his know yeah, I know that. I know that. So yeah. I'm I'm adding exclamation marks, extra exclamation marks, uh, commas, everything. I'm adding. Oh yeah. A- quotation marks, all of it. I'm I'm enjoying this. Continue. Oh, thanks. Um, I <laughs> this this line I actually I don't understand in, in terms of. Uh, why he thought it was the right thing to say Um, I said the tool is meant to be pleasing but it doesn't have any uh, superfluous qualities everything that moves does so for a reason she said I hate you (laughs) I'm sure she believes that she does I said... I think you under- we
1: all believe that she Oh, don't.
0: we all believe it, John. <laughs> You're hateful. Uh, I said, uh, you understand everything except how the tool addresses the can. <laughs> he he sighed. Addresses it in the third person. Um, how does the tool address the can? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Hello, Mr. Can. Um, I love that he said that the tool is made to be pleasing. Mm. That is not a sentence I've ever heard about a can opener. <laughs> Or any sort of kitchen utensil uh, I've heard it said about other things You can buy on the internet
1: <laughs> I've never uh, heard it being said About being pleasing Oh, it's Such a pleasing tool
0: Yeah, that's, that's something um, At this point she said I don't want baked beans I mean none of us do uh, And marched off Apocalypse dad went into full The road mode So the road is that Is that that film with Fieger the- Mortensen?
1: It's a book by, uh, or I can't think of his first name, McCarthy. Oh, of and course, yeah. A film, and it's an apocalypse. Yeah, that the father and son
0: are escaping. me. Me yeah, being a, ne- a Neanderthal, quoting the movie, not the book. John oh, Cormac- John Roderick, McCarthy. John Roderick would not be happy with me.
1: No, no, no. He would be. Yeah, he'd be disgusted at your lack of intellect. Oh,
2: that's so. not a high. That's not a high bar. Though.
1: I
0: know it's not a high no. bar, Cormac. Cormac <laughs> Fuck you, Cormac Um. Yeah. So at this point, yeah, uh, she said, "I only bake beans." Apocalypse Dad went to the full, the road mode. Um, sweetheart, neither of us will eat. Uh, neither of us will eat another bite today until we get into this can of beans. She screamed, "Ugh!" <laughs> like Lucy Van Pelt. I don't get that reference. I don't Might get say. that reference not either. Let's yeah. just say we're too young. Um, Possibly. To make ourselves feel better. Uh, she read a book for a while. You know, fair play to this little girl going off and reading a book as an alternative and not, you know, going off to a screen somewhere. So yeah. I think he should be quite happy as a father she, that he's got can. a nice daughter.
1: Yeah, who's able to, to put up with his shit.
0: Yeah, she's taking this like a champ. Yeah. Um, soon she was back at the can. The top was all dented now. <laughs> I assume out of frustration. Uh, the lip of the can practically serrated from failed attempts. Uh, we studied the tool some more. Uh, she really wanted it to be oriented uh, up and down or across the top of the can. I don't think that's how you use the word oriented. Um, yeah. Uh, the sideways orientation, what are you doing, John? Is very counterintuitive. It is very
1: counterintuitive. In fairness,
0: it is. I remember, I remember struggling with a can opener as a young adult. <laughs> never mind an adult, or I never mind a nine-year-old daughter, or a child. Um, she was fixated on, or he's not, he keeps using the word orienting. <laughs> she, was in orienting the uh, she was fixated on orienting the two orientation
1: of. Would that not make better? Is that not better grammar?
0: Fixated on the orientation yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, she's using it like a verb. The he is, Could I? Oh, who knows, Sean? Um, no, but with this guy, John, like he's—I he, think he's just—he he's, says a lot of stuff to try and sound intelligent. Like the whole the whole thread is so smugly written. Um, uh, she was fixated on orienting uh, the tool uh, in a few configurations, and couldn't imagine other possibilities. Okay, so she's stuck in a rut. Uh, I compared the can opener to other tools. Like what, John? Uh, by now we were working on anger management and perseverance too. Uh, she suggested she open a can with a hammer. <laughs> there were tears. Good girl. Go um, and get a there hammer. Were tears. Jeez.
1: Like to go to the extent of make, making the child cry.
0: Oh, stop it. I know. Like, But fair play to her for going and getting a hammer. I hope she used it on his kneecaps. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, that was Bean Dad, and Bean Dad went viral super-duper quickly. Um, their, their responses to Bean Dad on Twitter were quite varied. There was actually a little bit of support from him, uh, surprisingly so. Uh, a fella called um, Peter uh, Delavitt replied to him and said, I'm coming late to this. And when someone starts off like that, you know straight away the point's not going to be great.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, I'm coming late to this, but as a parent, I can sympathize with what this guy's trying to do. In brackets, especially because I just helped my kids edit his Science Fair paper. I don't think they're the same things, Peter. Um, it's yeah. easy to do for your kid. It's better to teach him slash her how to do it because you won't always be around. Um now Peter got a response from someone called Rebecca Gold, who has a great Twitter handle at Jubecca, <laughs> which is great.
1: That's very good. Yeah, it's very uh, creative.
0: I like that. Um, she replied to Peter correctly saying, but that's not teaching. Teaching is where you show a child how to do something. Uh, if we give a, <laughs> I love this. If we gave a kid keys to a car and use this method, would that be teaching him to drive? Uh, did you just hand your kid a knife and let them figure out the mechanics by themselves?
1: <laughs> perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Perfectly well illustrated.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, we should have let her try and open it with the hammer. Um, but yeah, so I, I quite like that response to it. But yeah, the, the, the tweets are kind of varying, or the responses were anyway. Um someone else did respond to Peter and, and his support of of being dad. Um some guy called says uh, some guy called sorry at nan some drawing. Um, yeah, it's far better to watch her struggle and keep her hungry for six hours than showing her how to open a can and heat some shit on a stove. <laughs> I still can't get the get over the fact that he like he was like yeah you nine year old go use the stove.
1: Yeah, it's it is a bit.
0: Houses have blown up over worse, possibly. or less, possibly. Um. So, my favorite response to being dad. Uh, and I like that. It's quite an eloquent response. I think. Yeah. Uh, someone at Kelly Barut one. Replied with <laughs> Uh, Oh, she actually replied to Peter and to Bean Dad. Um, I don't know about that, but when my nine-year-old says, Mom, I'm hungry, I make her a sandwich with a side of chips, a pickle piece, and a glass of cranberry juice, her favourite. And I fold a fucking napkin. (laughs) 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 Then I kiss the top of her head. Um so yeah, he was getting some 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 good responses. He was getting oh. destroyed really online. Like, did you see much of it, Sean?
1: I was I was I I was like I got it as it was just going viral. I read yeah. through it.
0: it was I couldn't get to sleep and
1: I was reading I was
0: reading through Twitter. It's everywhere. It was on uh, Huffington Post, uh, Independent.co.uk, yeah. BuzzFeed.
1: It was everywhere. And everyone was just I think they were just over kind of like shocked by just the whole smugness and egotistical nature of it all um and just how he seemed to delight in it i think is is the is was the really kind of it's like that feeling ricky gervais gives you in the office what's it called awkwardness <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs>
0: um more of it, more of a michael scott man myself but
1: yeah it just Oh, cringe! It was just all cringe. It's cringe in the highest order. That's what I thought when I read it, and I just I can't believe you just put nineteen posts on this thread about your daughter opening, finding as you use a can opener. It yeah. was just
0: oh, it was... he he did put an apology out there. What was the apology oh. I need to hear? It. uh John came out and said, "I was ignorant, insensitive to the message that my." That my pedant dad, is he them, oh, as in like pedantic, pedant dad, um, comedic persona was indistinguishable from how abusive dads act, talk, and think. So he's now claiming, yeah, I've seen this as well on a few tweets. He's now claiming it was a persona he was putting on. But when you go back through all of his tweets, there's no persona, <laughs> just like no, nothing. Someone, no. <laughs> people who do this, they never like, why did they never think of people just looking at their tweets from, I don't know, last week? <laughs> Just you know. just
1: reading tweets in general. Like you can't yeah. put a tone in tweets. Well no. you can, but you know, you're you you can not kind of be like I don't know satirical in it or like put on a, a persona like you said. Like it,
2: you know, people
1: read it kind of black and white like don't they?
0: Yeah.
2: You could think of an absolutely brilliant tweet and twenty seconds later it's 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 completely irrelevant.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, So he went on to say, I woke up yesterday to find that I had become hashtag bean dad. I I was a locus for a tremendous outpouring of anger and grief. Is it me or is he like literally using like a thesaurus option as he types? It could be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like Uh, words that probably don't need to be used.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, I reread the story and saw clearly that I'd framed it so poorly, so insensitively. Uh, bean dad full of he's okay he's just making up words at this point <laughs> Bra- bragged docu I have no idea and dickhead swagger was hurting people uh, I'd conjured an abusive parent that many people recognize from real life it's, see he's putting it back on people He's. it's kind of that thing of, yeah. you know what it is Sean it's you know when someone says to you I'm sorry if I made you feel that way
1: yeah, it's kind of putting no. you. It's putting you, it's putting it back on the back on the person.
0: Yeah, it's not an apology. It's it's sympathetic, not empathetic. Um, so Roderick said he's deeply sorry for his words, uh, and wishes no one had grown up with a parent who tortured him physically or emotionally. Uh, I would never intentionally make light of those experiences, and I'll never underestimate again the pain I can cause with some poorly chosen words and by acting defensively when challenged. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's a non apology. Yeah. And that was reflected on Twitter as well. Um, a, a big one um, coming from someone called Tanya, uh, who is a big kind of Twitch partner um, and kind of creative uh, director of a few companies, uh, like gaming companies over in the States. Uh, and she came back and said, So hashtag BeanDad's apology in quotation marks, and I don't buy it. That's too many details have left out, and it's mighty convenient to have a persona to blame this on uh see also the things he said in the past that he tries to sweep under the rug with the same excuses hard what? past under the apology.
1: and did you see anything he posted in the past or
0: yeah it's not great sean <laughs> or was it not what, <laughs> no. what,
1: what would be a snippet of them
0: uh he's got a slew of like anti-semitic uh and and homophobic tweets. <laughs> right that i i just can't kind of really repeat on the website or on the podcast even right. uh but if you if you want to go back um and, and have a look uh, if you google it and if anyone's listening to this if you want to google um at um john roderick's uh anti-semitic or homophobic tweets you'll get them uh there's plenty of it but again he's he's now blaming a persona a comedic persona for that okay and, and, and that, saying that he I was he was tweeting them out he said he was tweeting them out to fight them Head on. Wow. Mm-hmm. So brave. Hashtag so brave. Has- yeah, hashtag so brave. So anyway, there was a, a few other good kind of uh, tweets and responses come out of this whole thing. Uh, someone <laughs> uh, someone called At Top N-Tran, um made a meme, a great meme based on Breaking Dad. And you know that um, that famous scene in Breaking Dad where it's, it's Jesse... Breaking Bad. What did I
1: say? You keep saying Breaking Bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, From Breaking Bad. Sorry, uh, where it's it's Jesse, it's Jesse and Walt, and they're sitting in a diner, and Jesse's trying to explain something to him that you know an older person just mightn't get or whatever. Um, so it's it's basically meant to be um, uh, Jesse's young person trying to explain de- being dad to an older person. That's Walt. someone maybe not on Twitter. Yeah. Um. So Sean, I want you to be Jesse.
1: Okay, I'll be and Jesse.
0: You, you can read that. Okay. So you'd be Jesse Pinkman, I'll be Right, go on. Okay. So go on.
1: So so people dug through some old posts from Bean Dad and Bean Dad? You know, the, the guy who wouldn't show his nine year old daughter had to use a can opener. Anyway, people found his old tweets where he said to N word and repeated anti Semitic conspiracy theories. So his intro music was removed from I can't read that. Just say Twitter, Twitter, and you deleted his account.
0: Jesse, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really like that, but maybe I'm just pining for Breaking Dad, Breaking Bad. God damn it! So anyway, Sean, I have an actual role play for you.
1: Okay. So someone wrote,
0: yeah. So someone called um, Dilly Back Nine, um, kind of tweeted out uh, the what what they claimed was the only. Take on hashtag being dad, and what it's meant to be is how it should have happened. Okay. okay, so how being dad should have happened. And for this role play, Sean, um, I'll be I'll be I'll be John, I'll be being dad again, but you can okay. be the nine year old daughter, okay? okay? I'll
1: be the nine year old daughter, all right? Okay. So, all right, you got it, yeah, got it, okay? You put it up on, on big, okay? Okay,
0: hey, I'm hungry, me too, champ. Hey, come at me and I'll show you how I fix lunch. Are you sure? You're busy right now. I can just go and make some beans myself. Busy? (laughs) I'm not performing surgery or anything. I'm doing a jigsaw puzzle. The world's most easily interruptible activity. Besides, why would I ask you to do uh, and use the stove for the first time i attended at nine years old? I guess that makes sense. Of course it does. It's okay for you to ask for help. There are a lot of things you don't know yet and that's all right you're nine now fetch me a can of beans so you can wax poetic about it while i try to figure out how to get it open what no jesus that could take hours i'm just going to show you how to open it are you sure you don't want me to want to watch me struggle with the can opener for a while
1: then tell strangers on the internet that spatial orientation process visualization
0: and order of operation are not things that i intuit where did that come from? No. What kind of douchebag brags the strangers about how much smarter he is than his nine year old? Don't tell your mother I said douchebag. That's not a nice word. Okay. So that's how it should have went. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, lo- I love the
0: the nine like, year old's response. I did, I really enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> more so because of the tweeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right, Cor Macintosh. Yeah, thanks, Cor Macintosh. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, okay. All right. Settle down. Settle down. Rock is yeah, the best medicine. We know it is. Relax. Oh, right. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's loads of stuff. If you're gonna look up his, his past tweets, like, it, it gets pretty bad.
1: Oh man, well, that that kind of lit off my my week, like you know. Yeah.
0: Actually, before I stop uh, and leave that one, do you want to hear something hilarious about it though? That's coming yeah, out. Everyone. Yeah. Um, so he he's yeah. So I mentioned earlier, he does a podcast with like with a guy called Ken Jennings, and it might sound familiar to some people. Uh, But Ken Jennings is the current guest host of Jeopardy, the quiz show in the States, because Trebek died, obviously, a few months ago. Right. And he was set to get the role uh, permanently because apparently he'd be doing quite well at it. Okay. Uh, But Ken's come out swinging, defending his friend and his anti-Semitic tweets and stuff. (laughs) So now it's not going too well. (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right
0: uh, ken himself tweeted out uh extremely jealous and annoyed that my podcast co-host is going to be in it it's going to be a dictionary entry and i never will i assume he means like bean dad um if this reassures anyone i personally know john to be a a loving and attentive dad who b tells heightened for effect stories about his own irascibility on like 10 podcasts a week this site is so dumb and I think Ken is just he's, he's just skipping over the old the old tweets there. Nice. I love that this has led to something like that. It's hilarious. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, how it escalated. That escalated quickly. Yeah, I love it. I love yeah. it. But yeah, that was me for this week. Cool. I I enjoy that now.
1: Oh, I like, you know I saw it happening at the start of the week and I was going. Oh, we have to do Bean Dad, and then the other thing came up, um, the and Alison Pearson doxon and thing, and I was like, oh, we have to do that as well. And then there's other stuff that we could have done like like. Um, like you were saying earlier, and then the Trump tapes are out. There's so much happening on Twitter.
0: Ah, there's so much happening. Yeah,
2: Some things happen that it's just absolute gold, and it's exactly what Twitter was invented for. Uh,
0: oh, he, he just hits
1: the nail on the head, Karl McIntosh, every time.
0: Every time. Alright John. Uh, thanks for joining me this week um, and, and thank you Cormacatosh for joining us this week as well um, did, you have a, did you have a good time?
2: Fantastic uh,
0: yeah. yeah, I mean that, that doesn't directly answer it I guess
2: It was a scene from a, an Old Simpsons episode where he, he used to go up to the top of, of whatever hill it was to bash
0: the weather station I, th- I think he's malfunctioning again. Yeah, it's not working properly. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, listen. Um. Sean, did you have any particular tweets of the week that you really enjoyed, or? Uh. No. I'd.
1: I'd like to give a shout out to um. Your man James Felton. Did you see that? Sure, and he was getting a lot of hassle off loads of. Loads of lads.
0: Yeah. Could you explain that one to me? Because I actually went looking for this, and I I couldn't really find it. So uh, yeah, first of all, who is James Felton, Sean? James Felton. Why do he's you a, like him, and what happened?
1: He's a he's a writer. He um. I think he, he wrote a book called 52 times Britain was a bell end. Oh yeah. 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 Um, and he's got one out about the sunburn at the minute. He actually, he, he quotes a lot of tweets from Alison Pearson. That I noticed before <laughs> and he's, and he just, I remember he had a tweet about her. Does she ever reread her tweets? <laughs> just how ridiculous they are. Um, But like you, you could, you could say like his, his, his stuff would be sort of um, left leaning and um, you know, He'd, say, he'd be outspoken about things and i think a lot of i think i'm not sure if it was due to the Alison pearson thing that he was criti- criticizing her or, or people started a, a right wing pylon you kind of noticed that the right wing through the comments section when they've got like the british um flag or the england flag beside their names Um yeah they, yeah we know he, the type he had a comment like advertising his book you know um, and then people started all these right wingers started uh, piling on the comments saying awful stuff about him putting up pictures about him and um, a really bad pile on and um, he said he was logging off twitter for a while because he was getting abuse and that's fair enough he saw so, one of them had a, a picture of a gun in them and it was like i, I reported terrible. that one actually did you
0: yeah 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 i reported that one on twitter and uh, they got back to me pretty soon about it
1: yeah so um because he's he's very funny in the stuff he puts out and uh, just awful to see uh, a pylon like that. And I'm, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what you call it. It's not. I suppose it's not doxing really, but it's like a, it's a different version of aggression on
0: Twitter. No, I agree. um Listen, Twitter's fun, and we can disagree with people and think people are crazy. Other people on Twitter are crazy, like Jim core Although he's off Twitter now, I think I don't know what he suspended or he left or what. All right. but um. Which, yeah but to, to start intentionally trying to get them hurt physically it's not that's kind of where it stops yeah, you know there's
1: a dangerous aspect of it yeah but i uh, know just a sh- shed of time because i'd like to see him back um on it because I, I enjoy following his tweets
0: yeah yeah if anyone is um listening do check out james Felton, whether it's twitter or otherwise cool listen uh sean thanks for joining me this week thank you for no problem um Cor thank you for joining us this week as well.
2: It's just one of those strange experiences that if you're not from this country, you've uh, no idea what's going on. Uh, I did see that actually, uh, pretty much echoed on on a lot of tweets. Yeah, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. Great. Okay. So, uh, thanks for listening to the Tweets Ahead podcast. I've been Fergal. That's been Sean. We've had Core MacIntosh with us. The music, as always, is "Welcome to the Breakdown" by Bill Coleman, and you can find us on all platform uh, podcast platforms like Apple Anchor, Spotify, Castbox Anchor, Amazon Anchor, Spotify Anchor. Yeah, all of them. All of them. Um, See you guys next week.